This is the Alchemized Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ava Johanna, and I am so grateful to have you here joining me for yet another soul expansive conversation. My intention with every episode is to show you through storytelling and in-depth conversations that you, yes, you, are capable of creating anything you desire. Alongside yours truly, you'll hear from thought leaders and industry voices, and together we will teach you how to come alive in your authentic expression and remember the infinite power of your soul. We're covering topics like wealth, worthiness, the pursuit of your passions, and you'll be inspired to break all the rules of living an ordinary life. You were truly put on this planet to have it all. The thriving spiritual practice, the steamy relationship, the income, and the impact. So together, let's align with our divine selves and alchemize your life. Welcome back to the Alchemized Life podcast. I literally just wrapped up the conversation that you are about to hear with Miss Ashley Allard. She is an AOB alumni, literally is graduating right now. And I wanted to bring Ashley on first because her and I just like instantly connected from the very beginning of her enrolling in AOB. And over the last several months, I've gotten to know her as such a beautiful human being and leader, like literally the most radiant light. You can see her soul (laughs) and it is beautiful. And I wanted to have her on the podcast so that you could hear not only about her experience inside of AOB, but just receive from such a wonderful woman. And this conversation was just so nourishing for me and so fulfilling for me. So I hope that it also feels that way for you because we definitely talked about a bunch of different things. And one of the things that we talked about specifically around relationships, I think is going to land for a lot of you. I really didn't, when I first started going on this spiritual journey, put two and two together as far as the effect of these practices on all of the different relationships in my life. Like it felt very surface level as to why we practice self-care, why we meditate, why we practice yoga or go to the gym. Like it felt very, very shallow. Not having stress, moving your body to stay healthy, not losing your mind, And one of the coolest things that I have received from these practices, and Ashley echoes this as well in this conversation, is how it's really transformed me as an individual in relationships, not just romantic relationships, but friendships, relationships with those that I work with, with my clients, relationships with um, actual material things as well as too, and most importantly, the relationship that I have with myself. So I just feel like this is going to be a really soul nourishing conversation for you. It feels like two girlfriends just kicking back and having a epic conversation that feels just like so warm and cozy. So I really hope that you enjoy it. I hope you enjoy hearing Ashley's story. If you want to follow Ashley and talk to her more. Her Instagram is at Ashley Allard. I linked it inside of the show notes. And of course, as it relates to this conversation, if this conversation lights a spark inside of you to join us in our upcoming round of the Academy of Breath that starts on June 29th, you can join the waitlist right now. All of our best bonuses go to people on the waitlist. You will be the first to find out when we open the doors for enrollment in the middle of June. And I would absolutely love for you to have the experience that Ashley had, that so many others have had, that I've had, that my co-teacher Lexi, if you've heard Lexi on the podcast before, has had like breathwork and meditation have completely changed our lives. And you'll hear how it's changed Ashley's life in this conversation. You guys know I've talked about it literally for years, how it's changed my life. So go back and listen to almost any episode of this podcast and you'll hear my my story and I'll definitely be sharing it more over the days and weeks to come as we gear up to officially open the doors for our ninth cohort of this 12-week breathwork and meditation certification. 
And um, I think I mentioned this the other week, but if you want to jump in right now, like if you're listening to this conversation and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm ready to go on this journey right now, then definitely join Breathwork, our six module course. I'll link that in the show notes as well too, because if you know that you want to join the AOB certification, you can jump into Breathwork right now. It's $179 and then you can take $179 coupon and apply it to your tuition for our 12-week Breathwork and Meditation program. So you literally get breathwork for free. And the beauty of that is that you get to jump into the six modules right away and start using these practices right away. So I always suggest that to people who are like, I'm ready. I want to jump in now. I'm like, just jump into breathwork, then apply the coupon from breathwork to AOB. And then you just get to be in this little breath party for, for months and it gets to be so much fun. So everything is linked in the show notes for you. And I absolutely suggest joining the waitlist because when you do, again, you get our best bonuses and we have such an epic bonus happening for the people on the waitlist. It is going to be so much fun. I can't share much about it yet, but just know that it is going to be a two-week experience that is going to take you on the most epic journey as a teacher, as a space holder, as a facilitator it is next level. We've never done something like this before and I'm so excited for it. And it'll be in addition to as a complimentary bonus to signing up for AOB, but you can only get it if you're on the wait list. So again, join the wait list. It's in the link in the show notes. Check out Ashley. Also, if you have any additional questions for Ashley and her experience, feel free to reach out to her on Instagram and ask away. She is an open book. She has been such a star student over these last three months. And I'm so excited for you to just hear her story, hear her experience, take away some valuable lessons from this conversation that you can start to utilize in your own life. And just, again, feel like you're having a cup of coffee with a couple girlfriends as you listen to this conversation that we are putting out today on The Alchemized Life. So without further ado, enjoy Feel free to take a screenshot as you're listening. Tag me at I am Ava Johanna. Tag Ashley at Ashley Allard. Let us know what you're listening to, your biggest takeaway, what resonated with you most, what you're committing to even after listening to this episode. And I hope that you guys enjoy. So I will see you next week. Hello, hello, Ashley. Welcome to the Alchemized Life podcast. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you today and to be here with you. Thank you, Ava. I am so happy and so blessed to be here. Yeah. So, okay. First and foremost, you're, you look like you're in an angelic, like Tinkerbell, very like Zen space. Are you, is that your room? Uh, so this is my yoga studio that I record everything for all my online content. Nice. It's beautiful. I love it. Is, it. is it in your house or do you actually go to a studio? No. So this is actually, so I work for my family and so I'm at my family's office and we have office space upstairs that's unutilized. And so I turned it into my own yoga studio space. And so I get to like dual purpose when I'm done with my actual physical nine to five, I can come up here. Like when days are slow, I can come up here and do, and do my thing. I love that. And I love your neon sign. You know that I have a neon sign too. So I'm all about it. And I, I just, sign. I love that. I think this would be a great place to kick off the conversation because to me, it's just like creativity, right? And like making things work in times where we're kind of forced into adapting. And I know that you and I have connected previously around like your journey as a yoga teacher, bringing your work online through the pandemic. And I would love to maybe just start there and give everybody a little bit of a taste of like who you are, your story and, and how you've gotten to this space of yes, creating content online and, and yoga classes for people online, but also like really anchoring back into the value of in-person. That's such a loaded question when anyone asks, oh, how did you get into the yoga space? Because it's like years worth of what got me into this space is just the short answer to that question is I found an online fitness program in 2017 and I had gone through a really nasty period of like depression and anxiety and just like constant spiraling from years and years worth of like my own personal trauma. And I'm a former ballet dancer. And so the movement as a whole was just something that I really sort of connected with. And then as soon as I took my first yoga class, which was a virtual class, I knew that that was something that like I was meant to do. You know, when you like get that feeling like, holy shit, like this was this, this means something and I need to do something with this. 
And so about a year later, I enrolled into teacher training and smack dab in the middle of that, the pandemic hit. (laughs) And as soon as I was coming out of that certification, I decided to go into the online space because there was no studios available and open to do any teaching. So I did a lot of my teaching online, but I was very grateful enough that the studio that I got my certification through, which is here locally in Massachusetts, knew that they wanted to hire me. It was just a matter of like when things open. And as much as I do love the online space, there's nothing quite like the vibe and the energy you get feeling people transform in front of your face. Because I feel like every yoga class, there's some sort of an aha moment for someone or a I didn't know that I needed that pose or I didn't even know I needed the 60 minutes to just simply sit and breathe. And it's such it's such a gratifying thing to be able to do and to be able to witness. Yeah, totally. I mean, I remember when I was teaching yoga classes way back in the day and like those first yoga classes that I would teach, just even like the power of being able to see how your voice can like literally moves people, whether it be emotionally, but like also physically, like I remember standing at the back of a class, cueing people to raise their right leg and like everyone's right leg moving and being like, whoa, this is so crazy that like our voices have power in like the simplest of forms. And it's like even asking that question after recognizing that is like, if my voice has the power to move someone in a physical way, what does my voice have the power to do in a mental way and an emotional way? And I totally understand where you're coming from. Having that first experience in a yoga class where you're like, oh my God, I need to do something with this. I don't even know what this is, but I need to do something with this because I absolutely had that feeling as well in my first yoga class. And it's so funny. Like, I don't even know, like, what do you think it is about it? Is it the movement? Is it the breath? Is it like being in a room where this, this collective energy is moving? It's something special. I think it has to do for me. I know it was more on like that, that metaphysical level, right? It's like I had been doing fitness and like I was a dancer. So like activity was something that was innate to me and something that I was used to, but it was the the realization of like, you get to know yourself in this really intimate, very unique way that you don't get to experience every day in your life. And it's kind of just like that, holy shit, like this is me. Do you know what I mean? And like, you get to see it and then you get to feel it. And then that embodiment starts to sort of ooze its way into every part of your life. And it's just so transformational in like ways that I couldn't even imagine or fathom when I first started. Yeah, I totally understand that. And that like gives me chills just thinking about and that moment, you know, I feel like there's only been several moments throughout my life where I've had that like, oh my God feeling. And the second time for me was when I like first did breath work too. Like I tell people on the podcast all the time, I like called my girlfriend immediately after and she was like, girl, go stick your toes in the sand. It sounds like you are literally about to blast off. Like you need some grounding right now because I was just like on cloud nine from the experience of literally like getting high off of my breath. It's so funny that you say that because my second transformational experience like this the exact same thing sitting and breath work. It was probably what I think it was like three weeks ago. And you and I had this conversation on social. I was in the middle of a breath work and a meditation practice. And I had this moment where I was like, Oh, like, Oh my God, like this is me. And like this, the person that I've always wanted to be that I aspired to be that I so like wanted badly in my life is now me simply from just sitting with my breath and like to have that realization and to know that the simplest of things like an inhale and an exhale can be that transformational was like the same sort of feeling that I got from that first yoga class. It was so mind-blowing and like the best way possible. Yeah, for sure. What do you think if you were to visit a younger version of yourself that was struggling and going through bouts of depression and anxiety for her to like see you now, like what do you think that experience would be like? Like how would she act or react to seeing who you've become? It's funny because I actually have envisioned that before and I see her and she's just in complete awe of she covets that. Do you know what I mean? And because I've been there before where you see people, let's say on social media, right? And we all have those people that we aspire to be and you see them and you're in awe of them and the fact that they can just show up and they don't give like an F and they can just speak. And I always wanted to feel that way. And it wasn't until very recently that I started to feel that way. And so I know that the younger version of me, even let's say she's from three weeks ago, she would just be so in awe and so proud and so just 
elated to know that that version of her exists. Yeah, it's it's really special. Do you feel like in on this journey, you have had this type of impact on like the other people in your life as well too? Like if you were to think about the people that you surrounded yourself with during that period of time, is it the same people now or has your community shifted? Like how, how has your outer environment also shifted as you've shifted internally? Completely. It's done a complete 180, even from just like setting boundaries with families and stuff. Right. So I, the people that are now in my inner circle outside of my fiance, we've been together for 14 years. So he's still a constant in my life, but like my friend group and stuff, a lot of that has shifted into people who are very like-minded, who have the same sort of goals, the same sort of ideas, who want the same sort of things in life and who are open to all of the things like breath work and meditation and the way that they can sort of transform your life. This journey, I've lost a lot of people, but I think I've gained people for the better. And that's always something that I come back to is, you know, the people that are meant to be in your life are there for a reason and the people that aren't are not. For sure. I mean, and the quality of the connections as well too. And the reason I bring that up is that I think it's really important for people listening to know when you are in a space where life doesn't feel good where you are dealing with depression or have bouts of anxiety arise, or you're just simply dissatisfied with what life looks like. There are internal shifts that happen. There's things that you can do to show up for yourself in different ways and have those little sparks of inspiration and and, and divine knowing uh, awaken inside of you. And the reality is we also do need to change our environment and shift up the energy both internally and externally. And I know that for me, when I first started practicing and teaching yoga and then finding breath work and meditation, there was like a complete overhaul of every single area of my life. And yet, even though so much of who I was surrounding myself with changed, it actually didn't feel hard or scary. It felt very much divinely guided and like I was supported the entire way and the decisions that I made to, you know, no longer put myself in certain situations or accept certain treatment from people or relationships. It felt like when those choices were made that I would always be met almost instantaneously with a like a wink or a little gift from the universe saying you're right on track by like either bringing the right person into my life that was more like a greater aligned type of friend to surround myself with or the right, you know, type of study. I remember when I started releasing certain toxic friendships, then that's when my breathwork training came up or when I learned about my meditation training or when I met my first mentor. And so I think that it's important for people to know there's certain big decisions that feel really scary. But if you have a knowing inside of you and like you are being guided in a direction, the universe provides, the universe supports you, like you will be met with everything that you need to navigate these times of transition with ease. And I feel like that is also like a great reflection of when you finished your yoga teacher training and then brought your work online, you were given a solution at the same time that it still felt like the world was crumbling and pausing for so many people. Yeah, for sure. And I even that you say that I've been feeling that all this week, I have a plate full of all of the things right now. And they're all really incredible, beautiful things like this podcast, my dad, who I work for is out of the office. So I'm here by myself this week, running everything. I'm prepping for a retreat that I'm leading on Wednesday and all of these things on top of just teaching yoga and doing all the regular things. If I would be someone so anxious that I would just spiral and spiral and spiral and spiral and spiral and not get anything done. But the breath and just the journey that I've been on, I feel, yes, of course, there's those anxious nerves and like all of that excited jitters, but I feel incredibly supported. And every day I do, I get like a little wink from the universe being like, you're exactly where you're meant to be and everything's going to be great. And like, you can handle this. And there's just all these little constant reminders that just keep anchoring me into where I am and being like, Ashley, you got this. You're good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. It's like a life truly is so magical. If we just open our eyes and like focus on the magic that is right there in front of us. And I feel just doing that creates so much more momentum around it as well, too. As simple as it is, when I decided to come to California, or once we got to California, I was like, this is going to be the most magical month ever. And the moment that we landed, it was like every single license plate that we drove past had angel numbers. And it was just like, 
I was seeing hearts and feathers everywhere. And it's like just these little things that, yeah, you can decide mean nothing or you can decide that like they mean everything and it can change your perception and change how you feel. 100%. I just recently started getting into tarot. I've had this little tarot deck that I had never opened, just sat next to my couch for, I want to say about like six or seven months. And then the other day, about a couple of weeks ago, I decided, you know what, I'm just going to open this deck and I'm going to explore it. Never done it before. And so every time after I'm done doing meditation or I do my breath work in the morning, I'll sit, I'll do a little click, click on the, the cards and I'll do like a reading and I'll just, I tend to just shuffle them. And if something falls out of the deck, I'll pull that card. And And every single day, it's like perfectly in alignment with what I needed to hear. Or there's just a little bit of guidance from the universe being like, yep, nope, this is right. And where you are is perfect. And those are just my little signals to be like, okay, yeah, no, I am fully supported. And everything is working out in divine timing the way that it's meant to. I love that. I'm so bad at shuffling tarot cards that like literally 40 will come like 40 out of the like 50 (laughs) will come out. And I'm like, well, I guess I have a novel to read. (laughs) (laughs) but no I love that and I feel like it's like something that I've been really like being called back into on an even greater level lately and I think for a lot of people actually is just finding even more intentionality in those little moments and so I'm curious actually and I think that this is going to be really helpful because I know that a lot of people that listen to this podcast also have nine to five jobs you work for your family business like I feel like it's not just a nine to five job there's also like this connection there to family and like responsibility and I am curious, how have you, since utilizing and finding breathwork and meditation, incorporated this into your life, your everyday life in a way that supports you without overwhelming you, helps you to align to how you want to feel and like your greater vision for your work and like the direction that you want to go with your life without feeling overwhelming or like even how you stay in a space of devotion and excitement and love around the practice versus it kind of feeling like a little bit more of like a checklisting type of thing. Because I feel like sometimes when we don't have a lot of time, but we know what practices are important, we can oftentimes get into the, oh, I'm just going to do this really quick and we lose the intentionality there. So I'm just so curious about like how you as someone who is busy and has a full schedule of not only your nine to five work, but teaching yoga, leading retreats, how do you create excitement and energy and like stay committed to this practice and continue to receive the magic of these practices in an everyday environment uh, that supports you and has like allowed you to evolve and grow? Yeah, it's so funny that you asked that question. So right before I started AOB, so I'm a Virgo and so I'm very scheduled. I'm very organized. I tend to follow like the same routine every single day. But around the month of December, I found myself like very exhausted from that schedule. And so I gave myself the space to let my schedule go. And so every morning I used to get up early, I would have coffee, I would journal, I would work out, and then I would get ready for the day. And so I stopped doing that morning routine altogether. And I would just kind of fly by the seat of my pants and see where my day took me. And it left me feeling very flustered. But I think that it was the break that I needed to come back to finding like a morning practice. And I know for me, uh, to stay intentional is staying anchored in the fact that I know that it's for the benefit of my soul. And it's for the betterment of me as a person. And then it's also for the betterment of everyone else around me. I am a better communicator. I can better support my family. I can better support my fiance. I can better support the people who come to take class with me, who I hold space for when I'm supporting myself first. And so I always stay anchored in that, that everything that I'm doing, a part of my routine, my self-care quote unquote, is for me and to stay anchored and true to me and what I need. And so when it comes to my practices, I have some non-negotiables. So every morning I have to move my body. That is a non-negotiable for me and my anxiety. Like that's just something I have to do is first thing in the morning I move. And then typically I love to start my day with breath work and meditation. This week hasn't been one of the best of my practices, but I try to show up every single morning, even if it's just for five minutes, usually the five minutes turns into 15 or 20, just because once I'm in it, I'm like in it. But this week when my routine hasn't been so structured, even just the other day, I came up here into the space because I had 30 minutes and I sat here or I sat in my car before yoga class and I did some yoga. I did some breath work and just sat with that for a minute. But I think finding something that you love 
and that you love to do is also part of the process, right? Because if it doesn't feel like a chore, then it's something that you just innately do because you love it so much. Mm-hmm. And if you do it during a time that feels right for you, I hate telling people like, oh, you have to get up early and you have to do this first thing in the morning. Do you know what I mean? Because that's not everybody. Like my fiance is a night owl. So for him, if he were to do breath work, maybe in the middle of the night is something that would work best for him. Do you know what I mean? And so I always feel like it's it's you knowing you and the best way for you to know yourself is to take that time out for you and then to find the schedule and to find the means and your why. I love that. And I very much, even though I don't think I have like any Virgo in my chart, I don't, I have to, I have to look and see. I feel like I'm, I'm all like water and fire and maybe a little bit of air, but despite not having as much of that structured energy inside of me that I think that's actually why I need it the most so that I don't just like float off into outer space, you know? or get just or just float away in the in the in the waters of my emotions and it's it's so interesting because when I first started practicing I had that moment of like well maybe it's just not for me and maybe I don't really need this like maybe maybe yoga is actually just enough for me and I was so naive back then because even though yoga of course has elements of breath and of course mindfulness and stillness and the movement there's something very different between the physical practice and a breathwork practice or a meditation that was something that I didn't really understand and until I started consistently practicing every day and noticing who I was being in relationship to who I was being to myself who I was being to my partner, who I was being to my friends, who I was being with my clients was completely different. And I just think that so many people will overlook like this deeper transformation that happens from these types of tools because so much of how they're positioned isn't from like the depths of what they can offer you, it's more surface level. And, you know, I was thinking about this yesterday. It's like even having lower levels of stress or being able to be health, like being healthier simply because your immune system isn't overdriven from the stress that you have, like asking that secondary question of like, it may be like getting rid of your stress or having lower stress levels doesn't sound that sexy to you. So it is just like checking something off and not like feeling a deep connection to it or really falling in love with it, like you said. But what happens when you're not stressed? What happens when you're a full, healthy human being? Like that's when we live our best lives. That's when we become the best versions of ourselves. That's when we have enough energy to go after the things that we desire and and create and build and, and try new things. And so I think that there's this depth that I really want to like anchor people back into with this type of work, even if it is as simple as like your daily self-care routine. Because the things that fill us up on a daily basis alter who we are fundamentally in our identity and who we are in relationships and how we perceive and show up to life. And I just think that when we can find that greater connection, you learn to love these practices and crave these practices in a way that I just don't necessarily think people connect to when it's just that surface level, like, oh, I'm just doing this because I read in a blog that I should. Yeah, to piggyback on that, I never meditated before. I hated it. I like thought that it was just you sitting in stillness with your thoughts and that was it. And like, I avoided it like the plague. Like I won't lie. I was a yoga teacher who did not meditate. If I did, Shavasana was my least favorite pose because I didn't want to sit there in stillness. And then really digging deeper into these practices, there was a lot of stuff going on when I first started AOB, not just like in my world, but like my fiance and I were at like a really bad point in our relationship where I had completely just tuned out. I was never a really good communicator to begin with. Just my upbringing is you swept everything under the rug and you just pretended everything was fine and that was it. Um, And learning to sit in meditation and to breathe and to know myself completely transformed the way that I was showing up in my relationship. Mm -hmm. It completely transformed the way that I could have a conversation with someone, my fiance with anybody and not run away from the conflict and to actually anchor in and either speak up for myself or even just communicate more clearly what my needs were, how I was feeling, what I needed, what I wanted, all the things that I would just run away from before. And so 
these practices are so much more than that surface level. I think that people have this, you know, notion of them being is that they're, oh, they're just self-care. Oh, it's just going to regulate my stress, but it's, it does so much more for you than that. Yeah. I love that it helped you with your relationship because those are the places like where we meet ourselves the most. Like I remember a couple of years ago, I was doing some therapy with a therapist and I told her, I was like, yeah, you know, like we get off our session. I'm doing my thing by myself. I feel so good. And then he comes around and it's like, all of it goes out the window. And she's like, well, yeah, that's because the things that you are evolving into, the things that you're healing, the things that you need to work on, the work happens when you're together. The work happens in relationship. And it's like, we actually are in relationship to everything, whether it's our fiance, our best friend, our business, our family members, like even ourselves, like we are in relationship to everything. And so the work is arising in all of these different aspects of our life when we're actually participating in it. And to be able to, like you said, meet yourself in those moments and then also outside of those moments with greater clarity, more compassion, more empathy, more awareness and presence gives you the opportunity, you know, as you know, and as we talk about inside of AOB to not react out of habitual survival strategies or what we've learned through our upbringing, but to really respond based upon what we've decided and chosen we want to be, who we want to be, how we want to be in regards to the different relationships. And so I love that you saw that for yourself. And I hope that it's also created lots of progress for y'all since starting. Good, 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 good. (laughs) Yeah, it's just crazy because I didn't really put that correlation together until probably halfway through the process. And I was just like, conversations that we would avoid, we were no longer avoiding. And we were literally sitting down and having these in-depth, what do you want from your life? Or what do you need from me that I'm not giving you? And having these really personal conversations, because I mean, that's what relationships are, right? And you know, when you're with someone, as long as him and I have been together, like it's easy for you to just fall into constant habitual, you live together, you do the same thing every single day. But there's, you know, this point where like, you have to check back in because for him and I, we both started dating. I was 18. He was 20. And so like the person I was when I was 18 is not who I am now at 34. Totally different human beings. And so to have these conversations with each other and to stay anchored for me specifically, just because, you know, I can only speak from my perspective, but to stay anchored and not run from the heavy conversation and then to not get defensive is something that I've never been able to do in my life before. And it feels so nice because a lot of that used to just bring up anxiety. And that's not just something you can take into a relationship. I mean, that happens in the workforce. It happens on social media. Like there's just so many different ways in which you can learn to regulate yourself and respond because you know yourself intimately when you're doing these practices that they don't, that they impact you to a point where you don't feel that stress. You don't feel that anxiety maybe that you would have before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, one of my best girlfriends, she is a nurse at an outpatient's mental health facility. And she and I were having this conversation the other day around how, you know, with her patients, there's, they have like bipolar, anxiety, depression, OCD. And she was saying, you know, like so much of what we want to help them do is regulate during these times where they get triggered or whatever activates them goes off. And what was interesting is that we actually started having a conversation about exposure therapy and talking about how breath work is actually like a way to expose yourself to the anxiety or the stress that you would feel in once triggering or currently triggering situations so that you can neutralize it and become more familiar with it and also learn how to get yourself out of it. And I think that that's been something that's been so huge for me as it relates to relationships specifically is that I have become more aware of what it feels like to start feeling anxious, what it feels like to start feeling myself close off, what it feels like to start getting defensive and feel like I am in opposition to someone else or something else. So that when I start to feel that in my body, I can actually invite myself into greater space and stillness, breathe and create calmness and safety in my body, and then choose to open myself up and again, respond in a different way than I would have in the past. And so I just think it's so cool to think about because we have this this tool, this practice that you know, for a lot of people has been looked at as woo-woo for so long, but actually is like 
I always call it the cheat code to life. Like it is a way for you to become resilient, to master your stress, but also to be able to master the moment and to really like awaken the superhuman that is able to show up to life and meet the demands that we have every single day as human beings, but do so from a really empowered and embodied space of I get to be who I want to be because I know how to control the parts of me that would once take me out of feeling like I'm out of control and not able to meet whatever the moment is with calmness and with presence and with intentionality. I love that you call it the cheat code of life because I had this moment, I was lying in bed and it was like two o'clock in the morning. And I have before learning and doing breath work and meditation regularly, if I woke up in the middle of the night, it was always really, really hard for me to fall back asleep. And so I would just be awake. Like if it was two o'clock, three o'clock, Ashley was up. And I had one of these moments, I was lying in bed and I got woken up for some reason. And I was lying there And I had this awareness of where the anxiety used to be when I used to wake up. There was like, and I can only explain it as like a vast openness, but it was right at the center of my rib cage and it felt empty, but in a most pure and calm sort of sense of feeling and knowing. And instead of being riddled with that anxiety, oh my God, Ashley, you're not going to fall back asleep. I like drifted right back to sleep. And I haven't had an issue falling back asleep now since. And that feeling though is something that I constantly come back to. It's my cheat code. So when I feel that anxiety come up, when I feel that anxiousness, the nerves, I'm like, okay, Ashley, remember what that feeling feels like. Cause that's really you. And like innately, that's who you are. You're not your anxiety. You're not your stress. And so I constantly come back to that feeling. And that's like the cheat code, right? It's like, you have the awareness to come back and anchor into the way you know that your state of being can be when those things and those stressors arise. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I love this work so much. So I'm so curious, how did you find AOB? I don't think we've ever talked about this. I would love to just like kind of dive into your experience inside of AOB, how you found us, like who you've become through this process, because I know that you had like a big breakthrough the other week. And so I'd love to just like kind of dive into that. Yeah. So I actually found you through Aubrey Winters. So thank you, Aubrey. Oh, thank you, that. Aubrey. And congratulations <laughs> on getting married this weekend. Yes, so excited. <laughs> um, so I've been following Aubrey for a really long time and she's come out to Boston. She did a tour. And so like I, you know, her and I talk, we're like, we're not super friendly, but we're friendly enough. And she posted right after going through your process about it. And then I happened to be, I feel like it was Black Friday when I signed up, but I happened to see, I followed you, I followed AOB and I happened to see your sale. And it wasn't even like one of those things where I was like, oh, I wonder if I should do this. I literally just clicked the link and I signed up and I was like, no, I want to do this. Like I need this. There was just like a calling for me to do it. And so that's how I found you. And that's how, that's how I ended up in AOV. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Aubrey is absolutely amazing. Aubrey and I go back to like, it was so actually hilarious. I was going through my camera roll the other day and Aubrey and I did a photo shoot with um, Beholden, Anthropology's wedding line. Um, back in 2019, right after I got married. And I was looking at the videos and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so sweet. Like she's about to get married now and I'm divorced. (laughs) Uh, But that's amazing. I love that. And I love that you just like, you just knew, right? And I think that there's a lot of us that have that knowing, but then the voice comes up in the head and like convinces us otherwise or makes up an excuse as to why now's not the right time. but What I've found kind of very similarly to what we were talking about at the beginning of this conversation, like if you follow the knowing, the support will come. Like the gift of why you were meant to be in that place, to say yes to that experience, to walk away from that relationship, to put yourself out there in that way. Like the gift of why will always be made available to you and very, very clear to you once you do the thing that's on your heart. Not always before, most 99% of the time afterwards. And I find that that's been the case for me throughout my entire life or my entire spiritual journey, at least. I have always, and I've said this so much in my life and on my social medias, I've always had this knowing ever since I can remember like a very, very little that I was meant to do something. And I always say to impact people because that's my goal is I want to impart something on someone that leaves an impact that changes their life that makes them feel good. And I never knew quite what it was when I was really little. I thought I wanted to be a doctor. Uh, And then I thought I wanted to go into writing and work for magazines and write articles. And like, there were so many different things that I thought I wanted to do. And 
I've still always had that knowing as soon as I got into yoga teacher training, I knew that this was going to be it. Like this was something that I was meant for. This was going to impart that impact that I always wanted to do, but there was always this little tiny part of my brain, that imposter syndrome, that fear that was like, don't go all out, don't go all in or don't show up authentically because I don't know, just because like you're afraid to right? or like you think that your voice doesn't matter or the market's too saturated. And it wasn't until I learned to sit with myself and to be in that stillness and to call forth, you know, my next level, my Ashley 2.0, whatever you want to call her, that I now know that my knowing it, there's a reason why I have it and that my voice matters and that the things that I want to share with the world are important and they need to be shared. And it just feels really good to have that, that realization of knowing that like, okay, everything I felt up until now. I felt that for a reason. And like, I'm supposed to be here and I'm supposed to share my message. But I think a lot of us miss that piece is that we don't sit with ourselves to know ourselves on that intimate level to not let the imposter syndrome and the fear be the thing that holds us back. Yeah, for sure. I think that without creating the space to be able to feel like your inner power, your inner magic, your 2.0 version of yourself the other voices are just far too loud and they stifle out the inner knowing. They stifle out the truth of like your power and, and who you're really meant to be. And, you know, when I'm not practicing breathwork and meditation, and I'll be honest, there was like a period throughout the last like several months where I was not as consistent as I typically am. Usually I'm very strict, not in like a ugh way, but just like in a, I am, like you said, it's like, I know who I'm going to be by doing these practices every day. And that's who I want to be and who I'm choosing to be. And that's typically how I am. But over the last several months, there's just been so much going on with migrating in the business. Like, I mean, you already know, because we've talked about it. And my practice fell off. And so it was only maybe two or three times a week when I was sitting down. And I felt that really, really big, mostly in my mind, mostly with my anxiety, mostly in self-doubt, mostly in comparison, mostly in fear. I mean, it was heartbreaking and felt so overwhelming. And this past week, everything kind of came to a head. And so that was when I was like, all right, Ava, like no more fucking around. Like we need to make sure that this is the priority very much like you already said, because I was shown in real time what it's like to live in a body and in a mind that is overwhelmed with the negative, lower vibrational anxious, almost depressive thoughts that so many of people in society are stuck in and feel like they don't have a way out of. And it's because they haven't created that space to know themselves, to sit with themselves, to connect to something more and to be guided by that something more. And, you know, as challenging as it was to go through that period of time over these last several months. I'm so happy that I did because it feels like I actually just like poured gasoline on my mission and poured gasoline on the importance and like my passion and like my knowing behind why breathwork and meditation needs to be a practice that every single person on this planet does. I couldn't agree more. It breaks my heart to think just for myself on a personal level, like how much I could have done already or how much I could have achieved or how I could have shown up better if I had had these before. But like, I always say things happen in your life for a reason and things happen for divine timing. And so I'm here now because this is where I was meant to be in this place, but it's completely transformed the way I even lead my yoga classes. Just because if I have a room full of 38 people and I'm being a bit more intentional with the breath and giving them more than, you know, 60 seconds to lay in Shavasana and maybe actually lead them through some sort of a guided meditation at the end of the practice. Then I'm imparting that to 38 people that like, okay, yoga isn't just moving my body for 60 minutes. Yoga is being with myself. Yoga is the breath at its core. It's the pranayama in that union. And it's just completely transformed the way in which I want to serve others and the capacity with how I can serve them because these practices are so necessary for everyone to know and to understand and to use in their everyday life. What would you say was the thing that surprised you the most about your experience inside of AOB? How much it would change my life. 
literally how much it would change my life. (laughs) Done. That was it. Like end of end of statement. Like literally, I did not think that the person that I am right now was I would be this version of myself. I had the mindset going in that this was going to be a really awesome certification. I'm going to learn how to do some breath work. I'm going to learn how to teach people meditation. It's going to be such a beautiful compliment to my yoga practice, to the retreat I have coming up, but I was coming from it solely on a teacher level. Like I wanted to learn how to teach and it was going to be a functional thing for me to use in my yoga classes, not for me. And it's become more about me. And by me embodying now, I can serve others, but I didn't anticipate it affecting me in the way that I did. So I'll share what what you and I have already talked about. But when we had that first opening ceremony, you led us to that really beautiful meditation and you asked us to sort of like visualize like who we would be at the end of this. And I sat for the first time in about a 20 minute meditation. I threw on some music and I sort of just guided myself. Um, And I arrived in this field that was surrounded by this beautiful evergreen wood. And there's this beautiful white house with like sheer curtains and all the doors and all the windows were open and it was empty. And I was sort of guiding myself around the house. And after sort of being in the house for a little while, I saw someone standing off into the field out by the wood. And so I like sort of walked my way out to that person and it was me, but just a different version of me, this version who she didn't look a particular way, but she felt a, a certain way. She felt sure of herself, confident, whole, pure, strong, everything before AOB that I always wanted to be. Everything that I knew I could be, I just didn't quite know how to like tap into that. And then I, I don't know, it was, it was either a week ago or two weeks ago, I sat in meditation. I had planned to sit with one of yours from the portal and I just decided to guide myself through and I found myself in the exact same spot. But the version that I had envisioned at the beginning from 12 weeks ago, I was her now. And just to like, I like almost want to cry saying it out loud, but like just to have that sort of realization that the person that I always wanted to be is actually who I've always been. I just never gave myself the permission to tap into that was like, it's one of the most beautiful experiences to have. Sorry. (laughs) No, love it. It makes me emotional too, because I, I get it and I understand. And, you know, when I created AOB, and Lexi and I were talking about this yesterday, I was like, when I created AOB, I kind of just like had this like crossed fingers. I hope that other people feel the same magic and get the same transformation that I've felt from breathwork and meditation. But I didn't know, like, I I knew how to teach them. I knew the science behind it. I knew the spiritual origin and I knew how to, it had impacted me, but I didn't know how it was going to impact anybody else. And I mean, now several years into it, 500 people have gone through this program and we've just seen it happen again and again and again. And not everybody shares like the story, like you share with me, like people oftentimes keep it to themselves. I feel very lucky and grateful whenever anyone's like actually openly sharing and vocalizing their experience. Cause I know a lot of you are having them and you just maybe don't share them, (laughs) but it feels so special to share that with you and to know that you Yes, because of AOB, but also just because of like your commitments to these practices, the decision that you made to show up and to let it be bigger than just a functional practice to bring into your classes and let it actually be something that moves you and 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 helps you see who you truly are. And so I'm just so happy that you had that experience and that it got to be that profound for you. And like, what is so exciting is that like, this gets to be the start of the rest of your life as it relates to playing with these practices and these tools and sharing them and exposing new people to them. And so for this to be the beginning, I can only even imagine where you're going to go next and how freaking big this is all going to get over the years to come. It already feels big in the best way possible. I'm not typically a creative person. I can plan a yoga class. It's just second nature to me. But when it comes to creativity, I'm more of just like, and I always say that that's the Virgo me. I'm just very structured and like, I'm very knowledge-based. And that's sort of where I lean heavily into. But now having these practices, I have so many things swirling in my head of, okay, how can I share? How can I do this? I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. And just, just because I know how impactful it is. And it's because it's something that 
I've seen it affect me the way that you all just saw it affect me. And so like everyone deserves to feel the way that I feel, the way that you feel, the way that anyone who's gone through AOB or anyone that's, you know, sat with breath work and meditation, like we all deserve and need to feel this way and everyone deserves to know it. And so I'm so ready to share that and however it comes up. I'm just excited for whatever's next. Well, I'm so happy that we got to meet through this journey. And I know that this is definitely not the end of our story together. And I just appreciate you coming on and just sharing your heart, sharing the transformation you've been through, not just through AOB, but over the last several years, you are such a magnificent woman and and teacher and guide. And your students are so lucky to have you being the guiding light for them. And I'm so excited to see where your work goes next as it relates to all of these creative ideas, your retreats, your teaching, just all of it. And so I just, I celebrate you and I'm so proud of you and so grateful that we got to meet. Thank you, Ava. Literally, that means the world. So where can people find you? I know that I have people that are in in Massachusetts. So how can people take your classes, go on retreats with you, drop your Instagram, drop all the things? Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram. It's my name, Ashley Allard, easy peasy, nothing too, nothing too out of the norm. I also have a website. You can find me at ashleyallardyoga.com. And if you're local to Massachusetts and you happen to be in the Worcester area, you can always take class with me in person at Hot Power Yoga Center here in Worcester. Amazing. So good. And if anybody has any questions, can I just pimp you out for a second around AOB? Like go to Ashley, ask her questions. If you have any questions or want to learn anything more about the student experience through AOB. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks, Ava. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode of The Alchemized Life. As always, all of the things that we mentioned inside of the episode you can find inside of the show notes, including links to our upcoming programs like the Academy of Breath, our 12-week breathwork and meditation certification program, and Breathwork, our six-week personal practice course. Both of those can be found at academyofbreath.org. And if you're interested in any of my upcoming business coaching programs like Proximity, my 12-month membership, which is essentially an all-access pass into every program, every course, and hot seat community coaching calls once a month, you can find that at avajohanna.com. And finally, if you enjoyed this week's episode, it would mean the world if you share it with a friend or tag us on your social media. Make sure to tag me at I am Ava Johanna. And if you've been listening to the show every Tuesday, it would be so appreciated if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts and give the show a follow on Spotify. I truly am so grateful for all of your support and this amazing community that we've built since 2018. And I cannot wait to see you guys next week for another show.